welcome to our 155th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a peanut butter whiskey sour. Yeah. We've we've made these before, but we made them differently this time. Mm-hmm. This one's a way... Easier. Easier and more simple recipe. Uh-huh. Um, and it's good. It's really good. It's very good. We did yeah. this and we did... We had a couple of these already. Mm-hmm. And we did a shot, our pe- our favorite peanut butter and jelly shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we posted everything live in the Facebook Marriage group. on the Rocks Speakeasy Facebook yeah. group. So check it out. Check it out. Um, before we do get started, if you're a regular listener, mm-hmm. we are currently looking for couples, or if you want to throw your partner under the bus, that's <laughs> fine too. Um, but we're looking for people that are currently in bad relationships. Maybe you're contemplating divorce. Maybe you're um, attempting to get back together and it's not working. Whatever your marital issues are, we are currently looking for guests to have who are comfortable and willing to share their experience mm-hmm. and have a conversation. and With uh, us. Yeah, with us and, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, yeah, get some insight on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so this, you know, we've been, we haven't ever, this will be the, you'll, whoever you are, you will be the very first guest Mm -hmm. on our show. Um, We have, we've thought about having guests on the show and um, in the past and like actually having them here at our house. And we were, we, I don't know, we were trying to figure that all out initially and then we just never really did. And then finally we're, we figured enough out to where we are able to record it through Zoom. And With so, good quality. That was the other yeah, thing. Yeah, that was like, the other thing that we were other worried people about. people that are like, just call into my phone and I'll hold the microphone up to the... Or yeah, and it's like, hold mm, your phone. And it's like no, you no that's not going to work. Shit's ratchet. <laughs> So we finally figured it out and mm-hmm. we are wanting and willing to have guests on the show now. Yeah. So reach out. We would love to hear from you. Uh, so this week we are going to be talking about how to raise the bar in your relationship. Um, we, you know, it's funny because we were, when we were talking about it, it was like, we think that so many people set the bar so freaking low Mm -hmm. and because because it's like it's it sounds like a really positive message like how to raise the bar in in your relationship but the bar is so low that Hopefully, the only way that the only, the only, the only way, way you can is go up. Is, yeah is up. Yeah. So, um, we're yeah we wanted to to have this conversation about this, and um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember what because we thought about this a while back. Yeah. Um, and and I, I you know our original our original kind of thought behind it was, um, you know when the bar in relationship is too low or how to raise the bar and and really kind of. I guess subsetting that with when the bad days outweigh the good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, after 154 other episodes, we've we've hit on I think a quite a few examples of having a very low bar relationship and mm-hmm. having a very high bar relationship and kind of everywhere in between. Mm-hmm. But 
I think that, and I'm sure you think this, most couples or most people out there tend to give their marriage a higher rating than what it truly deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that scale is relative. Yeah. And and that's that's why it is. And one of the things that I think kind of drives drives this topic from our perspective is is because you know, we hear it all the time that our relationship is a unicorn. Our relationship is so unique and while I appreciate the compliment, mm-hmm. I, our our relationship doesn't have to. It be, is attainable. You, yeah, this unique unicorn. Yes, it, it it's only unique because everybody else is in shitty, awful marriages. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, it's you know, it'd be like going to a place where nobody knows how to read it and never seen words, and you can read, and they're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what is that? Yeah, what are those things on that page? You can tell what those are. Yeah. Well, it's just because you haven't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that that's, you know, as, as much as I want to consider myself special. <laughs> You're not special. Yeah. We ain't that special. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and like I said, it, it's just a relative scale. And, and I think that there, there's a lot of reasons why that scale of, of where your relationship is, is so low. Mm-hmm. And, and we tend to see this, this self-ranking system that, Frankly, you you guys, everybody sucks at, mm-hmm. um, you know, using just traditional things, whether it's four stars, five stars, or a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you, you, you talk about something like, you know, whatever it is, you know, it, it, when you're talking about something superficial like looks and, and you you take a, a very attractive celebrity and you say, you know, um, you know, here, here's a here's a Brad Pitt on a scale of one to ten. Where is he on looks? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get people that say ten. Mm-hmm. Well, that same woman that says Brad Pitt is a ten has her fugly ass dumpy husband. She's like, oh, he's he's a solid eight. <laughs> no, <laughs> only two points. Yeah, no, <laughs> less than Brad Pitt. Yeah, you yeah. got that shit flipped. He's like a two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 so people's, you know, you you hear the term and in, in the phrase that. uh you know, you're you're your own worst critic. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. Because some of you guys, most most people, I I think that uh, like I think that real winners are their oh, own yeah. worst critic. But uh, for pe for most people, I would say that they're they're definitely not. Yeah, and you're your own biggest cheerleader. Yeah, you're not a critic. it's kind of you're ridiculous now. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. And so, you know, we talk a lot about self-reflection. We mm-hmm. talk a lot about looking in the mirror. We talk about looking at it from different perspective. We talk about stepping back and being realistic and truthful with yourself. And, and I think that that same type of um, philosophy and, and approach has to work when you look at your marriage. And, and so if you, if you know marriages around you or friends marriages or, or other people i mean if, if you if you believe us when we talk about excuse me the type of relationship we have i'm i don't suck at self-reflection but if you ask me on a scale of one to ten what's your marriage i'm saying 11 all day mm-hmm. oh for sure um and that's just a fact mm-hmm. and and i can back that up with quantifiable reasons yes. as to why it's an 11 uh-huh. and that's what you have to do and you have to be able to look at those reasons as to why 
you rate your marriage or somebody else's marriage, once again, just for kind of self-reflection and Mm self-diagnosis on where you fall, because you have to be able to establish where your bar currently is. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be able to establish why your bar is where it is. Um, And I think the first step is is to do something that kind of seems unhealthy initially and you have to play the comparative game i know well that's that's kind of what i was thinking is like there's probably people out there saying well you can't compare your marriage to someone else's which i agree to a point Mm -hmm. with that because i even even you have said before to you know other people and other i remember like one specific guy like you were like, you're you're not me, and she's not Crystal, right? And I get that, but at the same time, it <laughs> you, uh, I I don't know. I guess like you have to compare yourself, but I also think that a lot of these people are comparing themselves to shitty relationships too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in in that that's something you 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 see. So much of, mm-hmm. and in using a, a classic rating scale again, if you have a marriage on the scale of one to ten, and you're surrounded by a bunch of threes in the relationships, and you have recognition and, and self awareness, you're like, well, our relationship isn't as bad as theirs, mm-hmm. and those people think they're like a five or a six. You're like, oh, well, we're easy an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. When in reality, their marriage is like a two or a three, and yours is like a five or a six. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where you have to be able to say why you are where you're at Mm -hmm. and, and and those things, how often do you argue? How often do you have sex? How often do you have fun? Mm -hmm. How, you know, over the, over the last five days or five months or five years, do you think of more bad memories or more good memories? Mm -hmm. And, and there's some pretty no nonsense stuff in that if you, are always talking about bad times, then you were in an awful marriage in the first place that needs to probably wrap up and end. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's others that y- you can't fix what you refuse to identify is broken, and you can't fix what you don't know is broken. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one, one of the things that, you know, I, I think I think a good analogy for this is and where the where the game can get dangerous, you know, recently we had out here um, the Parade of Homes. Mm-hmm. And we went and looked at some very beautiful seven-figure looking type of homes mm-hmm. for fun. You know, those homes exist. People can attain those homes. People will live in those homes. And you look at something that is that pristine and you're like, well, my house is kind of shitty now. <laughs> and it's not yeah i know well like even yeah even seth he's like oh now i have to come home to this (laughs) and we have a beautiful home yeah yeah i know i know that's funny to look at it like that though Uh and that is a good example because it it really did happen so but how how does that how is that gonna be good for couples though when if you do compare yourself to the really good marriage and you're like, well, fuck, here we go. Uh, 
can't be like Seth and Crystal, you know? And how do you, how do you attain that? How do you, how do you know, like, what to do next in your relationship and not feel down in the dumps about it? Well, I mean, taking the house analogy, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of things that I don't, I mean, if I had the money to buy a Lamborghini, I would not buy a Lamborghini because I don't necessarily like Lamborghinis. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a huge car person mm-hmm. anyway, um, so I wouldn't want that. So there are some things that you know, monetarily, price wise, they just may not be appealing to you. But when it comes to a house, when I see a house that is is beautiful and gorgeous, and I'm like, that's pretty, that's attainable, even if it's a, feels like a stretch. Or it feels like a very big challenge to get that. I still look at it as I think I'm going to be living in that place one day. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what people have to look at in their marriages. You may have a nice house in your current neighborhood. Same way you may think you have a decent marriage with your current circle of friends. Mm-hmm. But you also just may be living in a shitty neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying our neighborhood's shitty. Mm-hmm. But our houses do not compare to those houses. Right. And I think that that's the same type of reflection that people have to have on their marriage. Mm -hmm. We've got a good marriage based on the other marriages around us. Mm -hmm. But you're not at the upper elite level Mm -hmm. of marriages. Mm -hmm. And it is attainable. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that what you have is an awful marriage Mm -hmm. like we have with our house. It's not an awful house. It's a beautiful house. And our, our house... Is probably somebody else's dream. Oh yeah, uh huh. And that's the same way marriages work, and uh-huh. that's what you tend to see. I mean, you told me you shared stories about other girls that you knew that had examples of horrible off relationships, and she's like, "Oh, I, I wish I had a relationship like them." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, "How the how fucking bad does your relationship have to be if you think that's happiness?" I know. Yeah. And that's why I tie it all back that it's all relative. It's all relative to what you've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. And it's all relative to what you're willing to go after and do to attain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think we need to like come up with like a good, I don't know, maybe, maybe even come up with a quiz to, to see where your relationship stands you know like what what kind of uh you know rate it from by your by your answers Mm -hmm. you know my marriage is you know i don't know butterflies and rainbows where where do you think your marriage is Mm -hmm. kind of have like a pre quiz assessment of Mm -hmm. where you think it is and then ask some really really good questions um yeah i mean it would have to be something you develop where all the answers compute Mm -hmm. you know some kind of generate generate some kind of answer of where uh you're at if someone's like oh we're happy we're laughing and all this and then it's like we have sex once a month Uh does that mean you automatically fail (laughs) i mean and what 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 negative answers are worth less or more than others i know yeah Uh uh-huh like if you say, well, do you do you do everything together? I mean, I think there's a way to be like, you know, here's how you score 100. Mm-hmm. percent You answer all these the way that we would. Yeah. Uh huh. And then work backwards from there. I know. But I but I think that you know if if someone is a a avid listener, 
we've already put all that out there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Over 155 yeah, episodes. Yeah, we have. I we've know. put everything out there on what constitutes a good marriage, what constitutes a bad marriage, what constitutes a strong relationship and a happy relationship and a healthy relationship and a passionate relationship. Uh-huh. And you should be able to look at that and listen to those and know how you stack up at least to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. But, I mean, it really is that first step is honestly identifying where you are. Mm-hmm. Where Where is your bar? And, and, and I almost would, would suggest not to compare down, only... Compare up. Only compare up, maybe? I don't know. I, I still feel like some of that's just not really healthy advice anyway. I I know. You know? I know. I know. Yeah. I think that... But... But I... I people are... It still goes back. People are so bad at judging where they're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing you see with all kinds of stuff on on social media. You know? it's it, It's the girl that has no idea how to flex and has no muscles and is like flex fry yay and she shows her little stringy noodle arm with no muscle or definition in it and that dumb bitch actually thinks she has muscle (laughs) and not only does she actually think she has muscle she has 500 other people who know beyond a shadow of a doubt that bitch doesn't have muscle telling her looking good look at those guns Mm -hmm. i know show it flaunt it if you got it girl Uh and they're all just lying to her I know. Well, and that's where, I mean, even even the worst critic thing, you know, like people aren't their worst critics anymore because so many people Lie also to them. tell them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this crap. And, and, and but I but I think that that's how people are with their marriages. Mm-hmm. And, and we hear people that don't have great relationships saying, oh, yeah, so and so told us they wish they had a relationship like us. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why, who would ever want a relationship like you have? You don't have a good relationship. That's uh-huh. not, you know, what have they been exposed to that that's, that your bar is higher than theirs? I know. And, and, and so I think that that's where. It's sad. It's, oh, it's sad, really. Sad. Like, mm-hmm. to to hear people do that and, <clears throat> and like, I don't know, because I really do think, like, okay, so how, I mean, I've, yeah, I don't know. I, I was just thinking of one example that I know of, and it's like, wow, you guys, I can't believe that someone would ever even say that or take advice from you. Yeah. <laughs> so why in the heck are, why, how, how are, how do you, how do they think that you guys have a good relationship? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not like people, like those people, I know that some people hide stuff uh-huh. and don't show, you know, everything. And so people really do think that that they have a good relationship. And that is another problem with like someone like us mm-hmm. where people do think that, oh, they must be hiding something. They can't oh, yeah. be that happy. But everybody's wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I think that that's what that's what's funny about us is, is you because I, I, I get it. I, I get that. Because everybody does lie. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's so full of shit, and and we've we've talked it, we've talked about it on here that because so many people pretend and lie about their awful relationship, they just assume everybody else is hiding something as well. Mm-hmm. And unless you've actually been able to spend time with us, um, 
you know, I, I don't know if I can convince someone listening that, yeah, this is just how we are all the time. Mm-hmm. But it is. Mm-hmm. And that we don't argue and that we don't fight and that we have a very healthy sex life and that we get along and do everything together. I think I, I understand why people would think, oh, you're just you're just talking shit. Mm-hmm. But if you know us, really know us. Yeah, you really do. know. Our friends would vouch mm-hmm. for everything we say. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not trying to save face or keep up a persona that we've tried to create. It's just very natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But, you know, I, and I think that once, mm-hmm. once you're able to accurately figure out where your bar is, I'm not going to say that the, the rest is easy, but I think that that's going to be sometimes the hardest part for people is, is realizing exactly where they are you know and i think that it's kind of the same as how when you get a nutrition client and you tell them i don't want you to change anything yet but you need to be honest and accurate and log your food for an entire week so i can just see how you eat your habits Uh because what is it that nine out of ten clients tell you when they first start explaining how they eat oh i eat healthy yeah (laughs) same thing oh we have a good marriage Uh uh-huh uh no you don't yeah. And it's the same thing with that. Oh, yeah. I eat healthy. And their definition of healthy is not healthy. Oh, no. Just like these people's, you know, it's like, well, you know, I get up and I have I have a, I have a bowl of bran flakes with raisins <laughs> with fat-free milk. And then I have a big glass of orange juice for vitamin <laughs> C. And then, which, once again, if, if you're <laughs> listening, that's a very unhealthy breakfast. Uh-huh. That sounds healthy because yep. we've been told mm-hmm. that that's a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And exactly with relationships. And it's the same thing with we relationships. We have been told that these relationships are healthy, that it's healthy to fight, that it's healthy to not like your partner. Yeah. And that's not true. That is, that's so not true. And that's a, that's a perfect example of it. Like a perfect comparison because mm-hmm. that's exactly what I go through with my nutrition clients. And I do like, th- I like that, like, I like being able to, to just see, mm-hmm. you know, let, show me exactly what you're doing. And then after you show me that, then we'll start to fix things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how it should be with, like, us with relationships, yeah. too. Y- you need an accurate picture of the current state of the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I if know. it's it's filled if it's filled with lies and smoke and mirrors, you can't correct the path. You, you you there is no corrective action because you're you're in this weird form of denial, um, or just stubbornness where you just don't want to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you get that as well. And I I, I you know I think it it fits really well with that. You know, when you're dealing with a nutrition client and you're like, look, here's what you need to eat for breakfast, and someone's like, well. You know, I just read this article that said, you know, that, uh, you know, 100% cacao chocolate is good for me and that a glass of wine every day is good for me. It's the same thing of someone saying like, well, I read this article that said, you know, couples that argue are actually better. Mm-hmm. No, you're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And you just soak something up on the internet. Yeah, I know. That somebody's trying to sell you. Yeah. And we are here to tell you as experts... <laughs> exactly what you need to do and what you need to avoid you know and the 
you are wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've been wrong and you've learned wrong for your probably your entire life yeah by other bad examples of relationships and marriages that you have experienced in your lifetime probably starting from your grandparents yeah and i and i i don't think it's anybody i don't think it's your fault no I'm not, I, I know you've just been exposed to that but it becomes obviously your problem mm-hmm. but it becomes your fault when you are shown the right information when you are given a good example and then you choose out of stubbornness laziness or whatever other adjective you want to throw in there to not change it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then continue to fall back on these kind of bullshit excuses that you tend to pull out to justify those stubbornness and those lazy reactions to all that stuff mm-hmm. i know i think that uh and that's, I mean, that's exactly how it is with food, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, people know, you know now, you should know better. Yeah, I, I could go with these analogies all day. I know. Like when you tell someone, you know, one of the key things you're going to need to have a really good, healthy uh, relationship is you need to start having more sex. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of saying, oh, you want to build muscle, you've got to increase your protein, and you've got to eat more eggs. And if your response is, ugh. I don't like eggs. Ugh, I don't like sex. Yeah. Well, you then you are not going to get the results. <laughs> and you you, you probably don't like your partner. Yeah. And you, or you shouldn't be with that partner if you don't like to have sex with them. Right. <laughs> so get out. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Be with someone you want to have sex with. Yeah, I know. Really you know, though. And 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 I think that that's the but that's where when you start to hear the corrective actions that you need to take and you just choose to turn a blind eye to that because of whatever, because you don't think you can do it because it sounds too hard because you think it's unrealistic. You know, it's then you are the one to blame. You Mm -hmm. can't blame what else you've been exposed to your entire life and all the bad examples you've given. I mean, it's like people that blame their parents, you know, for why they suck at money. Mm -hmm. If you're able to sit there and say, well, I suck at finances because my parents sucked at finances. If you're able to acknowledge that you suck at finances because your parents sucked at finances, it's no longer your parents' fault. Mm -hmm. I know. Once it's a realization, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. And you know what you have to do to fix it. And you're choosing not to fix it. And it's the same thing with relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought, I Mm -hmm. thought, you know, my grandparents screamed each other and called each other names and and fought and argued, and I can't wait for you to die so I can get some peace and quiet and whatever else they said that you somehow in your weird twisted mind thought was cute in terms of endearment and you know all these little things you thought were sweet and they were actually rude and hateful and mean things to say to one another. Mm-hmm. Once I tell you that and say, well, that's that's not a high-functioning relationship. Your grandparents hated each other and probably shouldn't have been married. Mm-hmm. You're now an idiot, and it's your problem and yeah. your fault why you continue to be in a shit relationship mm-hmm. because you know you have now been exposed to the the curtain's been pulled back on the lie that you've been shown your whole life. Mm-hmm. I know. I wonder if the if if people do recognize it like like they would with other stuff. You know, if they recognize it right away and they're like they they think that. They're like, yeah, my I I know my parents didn't have the best marriage ever, but, and then they finish it with, this is how I am now. Yeah, I was gonna say, and immediately following that, but 
is the excuse they make for the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've loved, they love each other. And I, that, you know, they, they couldn't imagine themselves as anybody else. Yeah. And I'm like, bullshit. Your dad's probably fantasized about being with 50 other women uh-huh. than your mom because she's a cunt, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. And, and, and so I think that. So even those people, though, that do recognize enough of that to where. Yeah, still make excuses for it. Yeah, they make excuses for it, but like they they should know better mm-hmm. they do know better they knew they know right from wrong yeah. so they know that their parents are in a bad relationship and that they have learned from their parents being in that bad relationship and so well, it, they're yeah. doing nothing no it, it's the, it's like someone this is stuff you've dealt with it's like someone who has been diagnosed with diabetes mm-hmm Okay, you've eaten like shit, and I'm not talking like type one. Right, no, type two. You've uh-huh. gotten type two because you eat like shit and you become a fat ass. Mm-hmm. You have type two diabetes. You realize you have type two diabetes because the doctors told you. You should understand that you got to that point because of your awful diet and lack of education, nutrition, exercise, whatever you want to put in there. Mm-hmm. You have two options at that point. You can either work hard to fix it, or pop a pill, prick yourself. Take in, take insulin. Uh-huh. Take insulin and, and give into it, uh-huh. and use your diabetes as an excuse as to why you had your foot sawed. You're off. dying. Yeah. Why you're dying? Why you're dying? Uh-huh. And, and it really is admitting the defeat at that point, and that's what you see in marriages. Hey, your marriage is dying. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? Are you just going to sit back and be like, "Well, you know, we're already here." Mm-hmm. I'm not changing anything. We'll just we'll just ride this train out until one of us dies, and th- or do you want to fix it? Or you do want to be happy? Yeah. Like I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you want to be happy? But whether whether it be with your partner or with someone else or alone. Don't you think that the happiness is also relative to them though? That's probably true. Yeah. They think they're happy. I know. Or the bar for being happy is low as well. Very low. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, how could you think that you're happy though? I don't, I don't get that. Like, because of everyone else, because everyone else is, because the bar is so low. <laughs> I, I, I think people tend to, um, think in extremes. Because I know, like, like when I was in my last relationship, I, I would literally be like, "Well, it must not be that bad." It's not like I want her dead. Like, and and dissect dissect that for a second. My opinion of my own relationship and my ex-wife was so low that I thought just because I didn't want her dead meant that I was in a happy relationship. That was success to you. That was success. Yeah. That's why I get so angry at couples that share little things about, you know, you find the right one when you... You grab your pillow and you're going to smother him to death, but then you realize you'd miss him. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's so unhealthy. Fuck off. Oh my gosh. You have an awful relationship if if you think that that's funny, Mm -hmm. you think that that's true or that's reflective of your relationship. That's sad. Very sad. But I was there. Mm -hmm. I I just, I didn't know. I didn't know what happiness was until I actually got to live it. Mm Mm-hmm. And and that's 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 where I think that people that's why I think people put couples they see in happy relationships in this weird 
you know, padlocked glass frame that you can see but you can't touch, and you just think it's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And we tend to do that as a society. Well, I can't look like her. That's an unrealistic expectation. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not at all. There are millions of people that look like that. There's millions of people that take care of themselves and do the right things and look that good. Mm -hmm. You just aren't one of them. I, I, I get that a lot whenever <clears throat> when I'm dealing with a new client and they're like, well, I would like to weigh this much, but that's not going to happen. So and I'm always like, why not? Yeah. Well, it most definitely can happen. You're the only one stopping you. Yeah. From doing it, that. It's all up to you. It's up to you to have happiness mm -hmm. in your relationship. You can do what it takes to make sure that you have a great relationship. And that's funny though, like with like even going back to the house thing, like how you say that you feel like it, it is attainable. I think though, like I said before, that so many people wouldn't say that though. Mm -hmm. So many people wouldn't yeah, think people that it is attainable. They they think they're defeated. They think, oh yeah, well that's this is fun to look at and fantasize about, but we'll never own that. It's never gonna happen. And you've just now made it positive. It's never gonna happen. Uh huh. Yeah. And I think that's what they do with relationships. Oh well, there. Well, they're, and that's why you, that's why you hear the dumb shit. Well, well, yeah. They you know give it till they've been married ten years. Mm -hmm. Wait till you've been married fifteen. Wait till you have kids. Wait till whatever. And I guarantee you, if if I had told somebody how happy I was. A year in, and someone said, well, wait till you've been married 10 years. I was still happier at my one year than that couple was at their one year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. They've just mm. been miserable their whole marriage. I know. And I haven't. Uh-huh. Not in my second one anyway. Yeah, I know. You know? Uh-huh. I know. I, I try to think about, like, when I was in my old relationship and how how low the bar was for me in in my relationship like did i of course well i think that for me it was it was <clears throat> like i i he was an, a drug addict and then he was like i you know i'm like you got you have to stop doing this mm -hmm. you can't you can't do this and he's like okay you know i'll try to stop and this and that and then it was um, drinking and so for me it was like even within our own relationship i was like well at least he's not doing drugs anymore yeah. but he's drinking but that's way better than meth so yeah that's that's okay that's a win yeah and it really wasn't a win uh -huh. it was a different kind of loss yeah and and that is the problem with with people and their own relationships because they do even we've i know we've said it in previous episodes about people that get into one relationship and then pretty much get into the same relationship with another person mm -hmm. and they're like well they're not like this you know and and they're really not making their situation any better mm -hmm. but because their bar is so low they they don't know what real standards are or should be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they keep making the same mistakes. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Forever. Mm-hmm. 
That's I mean, sad. forever. I mean, it's, really and sad. It, it, it's funny because, you know, I've I've said something similar to this on here before, but as I get older, I just I just keep seeing. I'm like, how have you not figured this out yet? Mm-hmm. How old are you? Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna be this way until you die. Yeah. No, yeah. we we used to just think that because someone was a certain age, they obviously were wise. <laughs> Who came up with that fucking bullshit? I have no idea. I that have ain't no true. idea. Older I always people thought that are too. not wise at all. I always thought that, and then I grew up, and I was like, "Fuck, nobody has has any idea." Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" And, this and is... just because you're like, "Well, I've, I've had a lot more experiences than you," yeah, you've tortured yourself. Mm-hmm. You've made bad decisions your entire life. There's nothing wise about that. You haven't learned from any of your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Figure out people that have learned from their mistakes yeah. and done things. Yeah, like like with us, like with our relationship, we, we did bad things in our previous relationships that, you know, like now I would be like, geez, Crystal. <laughs> or now I look back and I'm like, what was I thinking? Like mm-hmm. that was not that was not right for me to be like that or do that. But at least I learned. Yeah. I learned from that situation. Like, I even look at how with me and my weight loss journey, I lost weight and have stayed or maintained for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And like people don't, people don't put enough, they don't look at that enough. I don't, I don't think they don't look at success uh, like long-term success Mm -hmm. with people and they're just kind of like they dismiss it i don't know why i don't know why they dismiss it but they they're just like whatever um i'm it's i'm not gonna be that way or because misery loves company they Mm -hmm. they just like to wallow in their own misery with other people Uh uh-huh yeah it's but, a collective community of bad decisions and bad outcomes. Yeah. But shouldn't you, uh, we've said it before, I know, like, shouldn't you take that advice from somebody that actually has learned and mm-hmm. is is successful? <laughs> yeah. You know, the millionaire thing that, you know, take it. You wouldn't take financial advice from someone that's broke. Well, and you wouldn't take financial advice from someone who hit the lottery. That's true. Yeah. I know. A million dollars earned is different than a million dollars won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing with with marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I have admitted that there was some things very lucky about us finding each other, the track record of our success with one another since 2011 you know 11 years now you know each year should be another reason to be like well there's another year of success yeah there's another year of happiness there's Mm -hmm. another year of passion there's another another year of compatibility there's another year of whatever yeah um but you know, I think that, what, what do you think are some of the, you know, once they've established where their bar is and where they want it to be, what are some of those steps that we think that couples 
should definitely take to begin to raise that bar in their own marriage. I once they've once they realize it, mm-hmm. I would say to that they need to. Uh, I I I guess I hesitate saying this because because I think that. It goes against our good relationships don't take hard work, but I think that you need to work <laughs> at it. You need to you need to try with with your partner and you need to do things that you wouldn't necessarily think to do no, uh, before beforehand. Like right. you know, little things that matter to your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like, cause you, what, what was that? It was, it was something you saw recently about, uh, couples and they, what was it? It was, I don't know if it was another podcast or something, but they, they said on Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. about the, yeah, it was basically about conflict versus fighting. Uh huh. That you're going to have conflict in a relationship. So you don't you have to, to fight. Yeah. And when you find conflict, some of the things to right the ship and make amends. And then they list 20 things that sh- we felt. I mean, it was like, make your partner's favorite dinner. Pay them a compliment. Get them flowers. Take them out on date night. It was a list of really just, from our perspective, no shit. Yeah. You should be doing that all the fucking time All the anyway. time. There wasn't anything in there that was, you know... Uh, groundbreaking of oh yeah i didn't think about that yeah and but that once again that shows how low that bar is Uh uh-huh and i think that that's how people are though they don't they don't realize that oh my gosh that i guess i should be doing those things for my partner you should be doing all of these little things you should be wanting to do those Mm -hmm. things for your partner i mean they are the love of your life and you should want to do everything with them. And, and, and I think that that's, that's why I do say you have to play the comparison game. You have to find a couple and say, what is it? If you're the guy, you have to find another guy that's killing it. Say, what the fuck is it that he's doing right? Mm-hmm. What is it that he's doing? What is it that he has done? His wife always looks happy. He always looks happy. They seem to do everything together and get along. If that's what you truly want, you have to talk to somebody who has done it. And that's why I promote the comparison game because you should be able to look at that and figure out what is it that he does. And I think for the 50th time in this episode, it's the same thing that we see with with fitness and nutrition. It is about developing a lifestyle habit and change. Mm -hmm. That's where, to your point earlier, that it kind of goes against the hard work. That's the upfront work you got to do. Maintenance mode is easy. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe you do have to buckle down and do that work so you can now kind of the same thing that you do with like a body recomposition. You need to recomposition your marriage so mm-hmm. your bar, your bar shifts. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that we, we deal with clients when it comes to nutrition and weight loss. If you are walking around at 200 pounds and you lose 10 pounds and go back to 200 and lose 10 pounds and go back to 200 and you're doing this yo-yo thing, it's because you haven't lost 10 pounds and stayed there for six months or a year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. If you I just know. go there, yeah. your body's natural yeah. state is going to be returned to 200 pounds. Uh-huh. It's the same thing with your fucking marriage. Mm-hmm. If your marriage is fight, mm-hmm. fight, no sex, bicker, bicker, and then you go to a counseling session and you're like, oh, yeah, we, we talked some shit out. Oh, we had great sex last night. We went on a date this weekend. And then a week later, you're back to fight, And then fight, you don't bitch, try. Bitch. Yeah. You don't try. You don't sustain it. Uh-huh. You don't continue to do the steps you need to do to make that new bar go up. You're going to keep reverting back to your relationship. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a high functioning relationship. Yeah, I know. And it it always it always goes back to consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistency with everything in your life is going to be the biggest payout. Yep. You are gonna see the most success from being consistent. So be consistent. Be have those do those little things for your partner consistently. Both of you. Mm-hmm. Both of you do those little things and you will both be happy. I mean, I don't think that it's it's nothing that is like super complicated. Oh, no. And None that's, of it is. I that's know. the thing. Yeah. Same thing with, with uh, again, nutrition and all that and, and fitness. It's all very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Everything is so simple, but... It's it's just staying consistent. Yeah. And just keep doing it. Keep mm-hmm. doing it. You're, you're going to be happier. Your partner's going to be happier. And your relationship is going to be like working like a... Like a Finely tuned machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean and, and that that's where, you know, when you look at what is it that, what is it that I need to do to raise the bar... Well, where do you want to be? Where do you want that bar to be? Is is it is it you know? Well, I want to fight less and have more sex. Okay. Well, that's that's at least identifiable things you can do. So, what is going to lead to that? Because I think that when someone looks at their where their bar is, it's going to be very specific to why their bar is low. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it is you know kind of a reflection of well, what are we doing really right, and what are we doing wrong? Well, don't don't constantly work on stuff that you do right mm-hmm. you know that should that should be muscle memory by now yeah you no know, oh, we, we communicate we talk work on the things okay, well, that then, you're then not quit, good at quit saying that it's communication yeah because it's not communication you guys communicate fine it's listening mm-hmm. you're not listening to one another so it doesn't matter what you're saying if the other person isn't listening so what is it you can do so you and your partner listen to one another what what message do you want to send or what's the best way to communicate to improve the listening mm-hmm. and maybe it's not listening maybe it's the results thing okay well what is it about executing it why why how can you communicate you can listen to one another but then you stall out when it's time to execute what, what's the roadblocks move those mm-hmm. and so it, it, it's it's a constant journey of identifying what it is that's in the way that's preventing you from from doing or getting to the point that you want your relationship to be and it's identifying those hurdles and you know, cohesively figuring out how to get over those hurdles together and then moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you tackle those new things, you have to take those steps to make that, excuse me, now muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you commit that, you know what, we're, we're going to have sex, you know, we, we have sex like maybe twice a month. I'm We're going to commit to having sex three times a week. Mm-hmm. To your point, has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. 
you have to consistently do that. Mm-hmm. You have to consistently dedicate. You know what? We're going to make sure we have enough time. We're going to put the kids to bed a little earlier. I'm not going to use Netflix binge watching as an excuse to not have sex. I'm not going to stay up till 4 o'clock in the morning playing video games and not have sex with my partner. I'm mm-hmm. not going to allow the kids to come hang out in our bed for four hours talk about how thirsty and hungry they are and we're not having intimate time together. Mm-hmm. So it is about... That's where the effort comes in. Mm-hmm. Is what is that you 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 you've identified the problem, which is not the battle. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to think. Well, once you admit there's a problem, that's half the battle. No, it's not. No. That's not even the battle at all. That's not even a quarter. Yeah. So now it's the time for the battle. What are you going to do to change it? Mm-hmm. And and that's where figure it out. Yeah. Ask other people. Ask. Well, what? How do you guys? You guys have, you know, asking people, you guys have three kids. How much sex do you have? How do you guys do it five days a week? How? And somebody will tell you, well, you know, we put our marriage and our intimacy as a priority. Those kids, they're brushing their teeth by 7.30. They're in bed by 9. And after their hour-long bullshit, they're, I'm sorry, they're in bed by 8. And after their hour-long bullshit, they're asleep by 9. I have to get up at 6 a.m. to get ready for work. My wife needs to get up at 7. We know that if we lay down at 9 o'clock after those kids are asleep, we have an hour to fool around. We can go to bed sometime between 10, 30, and 11 after our adrenaline slows down, and we still get a good solid eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. But it creates, or it's about developing the plan. Mm-hmm. And I does know. that mean you have to sacrifice spontaneity? Sometimes you do. I know. But what's more important, having spontaneous sex six times a year or having scheduled out planned sex six times a month? Well, <laughs> I think that, I don't know, I think that... Like with the, with planning it out, I think that with planning it out initially, I think that the, with doing it consistently and planning it out, then will, it will then turn into the muscle memory memory Mm -hmm. and the spontaneity, spontaneity, (laughs) oh my gosh, (laughs) spontaneous sex. Well, and and I I mean, I'm okay even, you know, using us as an example for this. I mean, we, we probably average, I think we've said it on here before, we we probably have sex, you know, four times a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it's usually it's, like every other day. Yeah, it's about mm-hmm. every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a little more, mm-hmm. depending on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little less here and there, but it's never a drought. Mm-mm. We're never like, oh man, I, we we haven't had sex in four days. Mm-hmm. No, and and if no. you're saying if you're saying four days is a drought, yeah, <laughs> that's how high our bar is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And there's probably somebody out there that's like four days. Are you kidding me? I died. Four years. Oh, well, no, I was going to say oh. that their bar is higher than higher ours. Higher than ours, I know. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so, you, you, once again, it's it's relative uh-huh. to, you know, where you're at. But I, I think that I I don't feel like it's not, I don't I don't consider our, and, and you know, speak up, but if, if, if I'm missing this, but I don't consider our sex life, um, <laughs> really scheduled or planned out but i think it is that muscle memory of oh we, we you know we had sex friday night it's sunday mm-hmm. we're having sex mm-hmm. it's not it's not anything like hey it's been a day we need to do it tonight mm-hmm. no so it, it doesn't feel I like know. it's not spontaneous no. but it but are, it kind of is like 
that's our that's our composition, our body. That's that's our norm. Yeah, our norm is the zit that you know yeah. where we're having sex at least every other day. Yeah, and it's like whether that's in the shower, whether that's in the morning, uh-huh. whether that's at night, whether that's midday. Mm-hmm. And and once again, I don't feel like it's work. I'm not like oh man, we got we got to make sure we do we have sex today before the before the end of the day. <laughs> How are we gonna carve this out? It just ends up happening. It ends up happening. We flirt with each other throughout the day. Yeah. And we do stuff to make sure that it does happen. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we, we, we just make sure that it happens. And it's not, it's not like... It's it, not forced it, and it doesn't feel planned. No, but it, but it kind of is. Not that it's really planned, but it's part of the plan. Yes, but it's not. It's just but like it's, a, it's like planned. a given itinerary, almost. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to describe it without it sounding boring. I know because it doesn't feel boring. No, not at all. And and we it doesn't just feel know. like work, and it doesn't feel like a chore. It no. doesn't feel like something we have to do. Yeah, it's it literally is the muscle memory of. It's been a day. Of subconsciously, because uh-huh. I'm I'm never like, oh, it's been a day. Today's the day we have sex. Uh-huh. Like that doesn't cross <laughs> my mind. I know. It's yeah. literally it's it's like our it's like our sex pattern is just ingrained in us uh-huh. that it's a given. Uh-huh. But it's not a forced given. No. And like I said, it doesn't feel like a plan. It doesn't feel like an itinerary. And I know those are very boring words to use. Mm-hmm. I I really don't know how to describe that though. Yeah. Aside from it's just the way it is because of the muscle memory. That that is our our norm, and I know, like I said, even the word "norm" is very boring. Mm-hmm. But that's that's our bar. Yeah, it is. That's where our bar is. It is, and but because we have created the consistency in our sex life, that's why it is a habit now. A habit, and yeah. it's it's a good habit. It's mm-hmm. a good habit to have. I mean, we are happy our our sex life is probably the best sex sex life that i know of anybody mm-hmm. and and so it's like and, and and it's not like we ever we never planned it mm-hmm. but because we did it consistently this is just this just how it is well, and, that, and that's the thing like like with us it's it's it, it is i don't know i don't it's not weird or odd i don't it is just it is something of note with us where we are we are very good at developing healthy habits i know and i i don't mean healthy in the sense of of health conscious i just mean overall yeah healthy habits we we have healthy with habits everything. we have we have healthy habits with with our sex life with our interactions with with our fitness with our food with um you know our TV time with our phone time. We we just end up with our finances. Yeah, with our fi- we just we we in we we have been consistent enough across the board that we have developed those healthy lifestyle habits mm-hmm. in our day to day, and they have become so habit forming. That's what creates the muscle memory, and that's why we say it is effortless. Because at this point, when things are muscle memory, and it's 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 this. Uh, consciously consciousness of of what you're doing it does not feel like work it does not feel like effort it's it's the mandalorian 
the way. Uh-huh. That's yeah. just yeah. the way it is. It is. And, and, and that, that's hard to verbalize and vocalize how you got there. But it is very much rooted in consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that those those steps that you have to take to develop those habits, to be that consistent and be disciplined with those things, to have a, a good, healthy, high-functioning marriage, even getting there didn't feel like work Mm-mm. even when when we were initially doing it no. it was just when you know things need to be done a certain way you just do them yeah and and, and i don't know if that's if that's a personality type i don't know if that's you know when somebody's like well you're you're you're, you're a special case is that what makes you special because when i say it out loud i'm like why the fuck can't everybody do that i don't i really just don't understand why everybody can't do the same thing, and and it is funny, like, like when it comes to fitness, because you're you're way more. Everybody can do this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I always like, no, they can't, and I don't literally mean no, they can't, because I don't think everybody. Can do it. I you just, just know don't believe that they won't. Ninety nine percent won't. Yeah, or you won't don't believe that they will. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's not that I really don't think they can. I just know that they won't. Mm-hmm. Statistically, the odds are in my favor that they are not going to do it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be right. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, maybe that's how it is with the marriage, too. Yeah. Is, yeah, all of you could have a good, healthy, happy, high high sex, high functioning, fun relationship. But you're not going to take the necessary steps to make sure it's there. Yeah, I know. And so when I say, so you know, not everybody can necessary. have what we have. It doesn't mean not everybody can't have what we have. It's that I think 99% of you aren't going to do the ste- or take the steps you need to have that. I know. But you can. You totally mm-hmm. can. And I don't know. I think that... I I do think that having the a partner that you really do want to be with though helps <laughs> obviously, yeah. but you know I mean because like because if you don't want to, I guess I I would I would say like what what made you like your partner in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know what. What attracted you to them? What made you guys do well? What made you fall in love? Yeah. What What was there? Mm-hmm. There, Something I mean, was there. Yeah. So find that. Figure out what it was. And revisit those things. Yeah. And and try to, to remember those feelings those butterflies those little things that made you happy in the beginning Mm -hmm. and i don't know i think that if you do that you should be able to to hopefully salvage your relationship and and make things better and then do those little things consistently and, and and I think that I think as, as you know as we establish and we talk about the the habit forming steps and the discipline that it takes to have a great relationship, there are very very negative habit forming steps that couples take, and that's why they have the bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Their habits they they don't have healthy relationship habits. It, it's all unhealthy, mm-hmm. and much like a lot of the stuff that like I kind of said last week. I don't think it's intentional. Nobody sets out to be like, no. hey, we're going to get married and get a house together and then we're just going to start ignoring each other. Mm-hmm. 
but you at some point in time you took the first step in developing a habit that has now reached that point mm-hmm. and and what is that is it spending less time together is it having separate lives is it having separate interests is it family and i think that like some of it could be like uh when you have kids and Mm -hmm. you're you're spending more time with your child than your partner and you you can't turn that off Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah And, and those those are all things that can sneak in there and develop new habits that can destroy your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't happen overnight, but it started one night. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there had to be a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so if you're early in your relationship, you know, my biggest advice is watch out for that stuff. Yeah. And if you're already there, backtrack. Mm-hmm. What happened? It, you you can't, as negative as I am, you can fix it. Mm-hmm. But you have to do the work. You have to do the due diligence. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with your partner. And it is a marriage. It, the, re- the reason that the marriage is different than the fitness analogy is because you're in charge of your fitness. Your marriage, it's you and your partner. Both of you, I know. You know, you, you can't hit the point of happiness if... You know, you're the one that Alone. just recognizes it and does all the work. Yeah. It has to take the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where that tough realization comes in where it's like, you know what? They're not, they don't want to work on this. They don't want to fix it. They don't, you know, they care less, way less than I do about this. And then you either have to accept that their, their version of normal, which is going to be unhappiness and, and conflict and confrontation and issues and no sex and no passion and no love and no happiness. If that's... If just being able to state the fact that, well, we're still together is enough, then you, you know, you're, you're stuck lying in that bed you made. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, instead of fixing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's just, <clears throat> again, like I said before, it is, it's, I think that people like to make things i don't think they like to make them more complicated but they do make them more complicated than what they need to be when the solution to the problem is simple Mm -hmm. but it is just making sure you're doing that Mm -hmm. making sure that consistently yeah you're doing the things consistently and helping your partner out and helping each other out and then then the love comes mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's not it's not hard mm-hmm. like relationships don't take hard work it's not hard work it's it is a little bit of work but you guys got yourself into that bad situation to begin with so you're gonna have to dig yourself out of that hole and make things better and then eventually make it where it feels effortless, like mm-hmm. you say, the muscle memory. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's how you get the bar raised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't. Fix I don't. your shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Just, just do it. Ain't nothing to it. But to do it. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. 
I know. Uh, I don't have anything else, though, yeah. to add. And, you know, and, and once again, we said at the beginning of the episode, if we hit on anything in there where you're like, man, my wife and I need to work on that. Yeah. Hit us up. Send Let us, us an know. email. Yes. DM us. Reach out to us. We want couples. and You know, we would prefer a couple over just an individual yeah. who, who mm-hmm. their partner doesn't want to be on the podcast. Yeah. We, uh, we would really want a couple. Um and we want to talk about it. Uh, talk about what you're currently going through. Yeah, especially a couple because like we want to hear both sides. Mm-hmm. I think that hearing both sides is is more important than just hearing one. Yeah. And uh, and then hopefully you know we can get some kind of resolution mm-hmm. out of it. Yep. Yeah. It'd be great. So yeah, send us a DM. Um, you can email us at marriage on the rocks, marriage on the r o x at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, or just DM, DM us on Instagram or Facebook and we'll, we'll get back with you right away. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. Awesome. Well, um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.